0: 1070 KHMO presents On The Mark with Mark Hespin. On The Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hespin. This is On The Mark. Brought to you by the great people at Cunis Country and their complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis Country. Visit cunisquincy.com. Happy Fourth of July to everyone on this uh, gorgeous morning in downtown Hannibal. The streets are busy here in Hannibal this morning uh, with the Hannibal Cannibal. A lot of sweaty runners out there this morning. Hopefully everyone had a a lovely uh, morning and it starts at their 4th of July festivities of being safe and uh, uh, wearing masks when you can, socially distancing. And obviously I want to start the show by uh, thanking the men and women uh, who have served this country past and present for allowing us, uh, allowing me to have the freedom to be here on this Saturday morning and uh, getting the opportunity to talk sports with you, which I absolutely love doing. This is episode 44 of On The Mark. Uh, if you want to get involved with the conversation, you want to uh, let me know uh, what your thoughts and my thoughts are. Uh, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. And follow the show on the mark. Search it on Facebook. We do a lot of updates and posts throughout the week about, hey, whoa, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this. Like the Cam Newton news, obviously, breaking this week. <laughs> and uh, if you know the show... Which I hope you do if you've been listening by now. If you're new to the show, uh, th- we always start with the uh, Hespin's Headlines. We'll Those going take the first about 20 minutes of the show and just dive into what are the two most important headlines in the world of sports. Uh, and uh, this is no different, so let's get it started with Hespin's Headline number one. Hespin's Headlines, on the mark. Better late than never, there is a movement in this country right now, in the world, And sports is a part of it. The Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians have announced they will be making decisions in their organizations to change their team names going forward. I want to take a second now, read uh, to you the official statements from the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians. We'll start with the Washington Redskins. In light of recent events in our country and feedback from our community, the Washington Redskins are announcing the team will undergo a thorough review of the team's name. This review formalizes the initial discussions the team has been having with the league in recent weeks. Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington Redskins, stated, this process allows the team to take into account not only the proud tradition and history of the franchise, but also input from our alumni, the organizational sponsors, the National Football League, and the local community it is proud to represent on and off the field. Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Redskins, remarked, This issue is of personal importance to me, and I look forward to working closely with Dan Snyder to make sure we continue the mission of honoring and supporting Native Americans and our military. We believe this review can and will be conducted with the best interest Of all in mind. Uh, I want to add to that, Nike has officially removed all Washington Redskins' apparel from their Nike store uh, online and in stores. Uh, This is a statement from the Cleveland Indians about the same issue of the name change. We are committed to having a positive impact in our community and embrace our responsibility to advance social justice and equality. Our organization fully recognizes the team's is, name is among the most visible ways we can connect with our community. We have had ongoing discussions organizationally on these issues. The recent social unrest in our community and our country has only underscored the need for us to keep improving as an organization on the issues of social justice. We take, uh, w- uh, with that in mind, excuse me, we are committed to engaging our community, and appropriate stakeholders to determine the best path forward with regard to our team name. While the focus on the baseball world shifts the excitement and unprecedented 2020 season, we recognize our unique place in the community and are committed to listening, learning, and acting in a manner that can best unite and inspire our city and all those who support our team. Uh, So that's the official word from the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians. Um, I want to start by saying that I am extremely proud of these organizations uh, for stepping up and joining in on this movement, evolving, changing, uh, listening, and reacting appropriately. Now, we can all sit here and say, yeah, it's better late than never. And and if you want to take the cynical side and, and be angry still with the organizations and frustrated with the past transgressions, that's fine. That's your right. I'm going to sit here like I have the past couple of weeks, uh, ever since the murder of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter resurgence in the movement in this country. And continue to support like I've supported NASCAR and understanding that change is hard. Mississippi finally changing their flag. It's hard. It's not easy. It takes time. But it's important, in my opinion, to continue to support the change and support that, which is hard to do. If I were a fan of these teams, this would not bother me. Uh, If I were a fan of these teams, I'd be proud to be a fan of an organization that is making a move to uh, continue to improve, continue to be inclusive, like I am as a fan of NASCAR. I'm extraordinarily proud of NASCAR for the moves they've made. You cannot right all the wrongs of your past with simple changes. That's going to take harder work. That's going to take more inclusion. That's going to take uh, even uh, a more of an effort from not only NASCAR, but these organizations as well. And as a fan of the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, I've seen many things where um, uh, you could argue that maybe they should change their name, or at least the logo, the name not necessarily being offensive, like Indians or Redskins being, but the logo maybe you consider being offensive. I'm all for listening, evolving, and having those positive discussions. And listen to the people that are being affected most by it. Uh, the NFL also announced uh, with the change in this movement that they're going through that they will be, uh, they are expected to be performing a live version of "Lift Every Voice," which is widely considered uh, the Black national anthem. It is the uh, national. It is the official song of the NAACP in this country. Uh, before every "Star Spangled Banner." And every week one NFL game, whenever those week one NFL games come. Again, I I have no issues with this. I support the evolution, the change, the the, the continued progress that these teams and leagues are making. You cannot right every wrong immediately. You cannot erase the difficult histories they'll always live on they'll always be there what's important in my opinion is that in the world and especially i will keep it focused on the world of sports we learn and we grow from what we see that we don't shy away from those paths that we dive headfirst into the difficult decisions and discussions and we make positive changes now, as far as what uh, the Redskins will do and the Indians will do, as far as the team names, I don't know. I think it's kind of exciting. I, I you know, the possibilities are endless uh, for both those franchises in uh, choosing something. Hopefully, will honor the franchise's rich history. Will honor the communities that they represent. And who knows? Possibly even make a a really positive impact on uh, one of the social groups that they uh, had been. Uh, They've been hurt by their names in the past. Uh, I will say it. I will keep saying it on this show. I support these positive changes. No one's looking for just change to be changed. I mean, yeah, maybe. I go from the Bobcats to the Hornets because <laughs> the Bobcats stunk, and the Hornets were their traditional, you know, and recent name changes, things like that. Going from the Devil Rays to the Rays, yeah, fine, whatever. it's cool. It doesn't offend me. I don't worry about that. But I am inspired to see that the SEC put pressure on Mississippi and got them to change their state flag. I'm excited to see the Washington Redskins finally realizing you know what it's time. It's time. it was it was uh, it, it, the world is changing and it's time to change with it. evolve or die, get left in the past. And yes, you may sit there and have the dumb sports guy argument and say, oh, I'm offended by the new name, whatever they choose that offends me. Ah." That's fine. You can do that. Die on that hill. Go ahead. Be left behind. I'm not going to be. I can't wait to watch Washington football. I can't wait to watch Cleveland baseball. I can't wait to be a fan in the stands, hearing not only the national anthem, but getting the opportunity to hear, lift every voice and sing, too. Doesn't offend me, doesn't bother me. I support the positive change and growth that this movement is bringing. Uh, so that's Hespin headline number one. Obviously, the world of sports is evolving. It's changing. I love seeing it, and uh, I can't wait to see what uh, what happens next. Uh, let's move on to Hespin headline number two. I think you know what this one's going to be. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Cam Newton is a New England Patriot. <laughs> oh, man. Was not expecting that news to come when it did. Uh, But then, of course, the news 15 minutes after the Cam Newton news breaks that the NFL is fining the Patriots millions of dollars and taking away draft pick for their video cheating scandal. Uh, It's the most New England Patriots thing of all time. And I love it. I eat it up. But the real headline when you get down to the brass tacks of this signing, to me, the real headline and the dig deeper is, man, do I feel bad for the Jets. The Dolphins, the Browns, Indy, Denver, the Raiders, and all those other borderline, maybe we have a chance to make the playoffs, right? It's expanded to seven teams this year. The Patriots look to maybe just be kind of winging it with Jared Stidham and maybe going into a tank. Well, no. Now they got a deal once again with the New England Patriots. I'm not worried if I'm Kansas City. Or I'm Baltimore, or I'm the Buffalo Bills. You're in. You're gonna. Your playoff teams. You're good. You're 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 AFC real contenders. I don't think Cam Newton makes the Patriots Super Bowl contenders. I I, I even with Cam Newton, uh, I do not think the, the Patriots are in my Super Bowl bubble. My five or six teams that I think, you know, hey let's be honest, in the offseason, before we've seen any teams play, fit the Super Bowl mold. Uh, That's San Francisco, that's Baltimore, that's Kansas City, New Orleans, Seattle. I I don't think they're there. I think you could argue a healthy Philadelphia with a healthy Carson Wentz would be right there. I don't think they're there. But they are definitely a playoff contending team. And who is not going to take... Bill Belichick, the Patriot way with a chip on their shoulder with the fines and the draft picks and the video scandal and Cam Newton, a former MVP, a beat up 31 year old Cam Newton with a massive chip on his shoulder. Who's not going to take them to go from what I thought, what I would have predicted before the Cam Newton news five and 11 to now nine and seven, 10 and six. Uh, it is, ma- it, And it makes them so much more interesting. Think how much more fun the Patriots will be this year. You know, we knew the Patriots the first two you know, two or three weeks were going to be fun just to see what Jared Stim would look like. What would the Patriots be without Captain America himself on this 4th of July, Tom Brady? But now I look at these Patriots games and I think, that's must-watch TV. Week 4 at Kansas City. Cam versus the boy wonder Patrick Mahomes. Week two, Cam versus his old rival in the NFC, Russell Wilson in those classic Panthers-Seattle playoff games. Cam getting to play Lamar Jackson in uh, in New England versus Baltimore. Cam getting to play the Cam Newton of six years ago. With Deshaun Watson and Houston Texans in Week 11. Cam versus Minicam in Kyler Murray in Arizona in Week 12. These are all fascinating games now. Absolutely fascinating games. I cannot wait. This is much-watched TV. And you know what we talked about weeks ago? Kind of a bummer. New England's got five primetime games. Kind of got, you know... It's just the way the schedule was set up and the way they'd already agreed upon New England. Now I can't You put them on a more primetime games. Primetime Cam. Hannah, how will Belichick handle Cam in the post the press conferences? I can't wait. This is fascinating stuff. Football-wise, I, I it does I do not think the Panthers will be. As of right now, before seeing it all, and before seeing the Panthers and what we get of the preseason now, we, we're hearing, you know, the NFL is canceling the first preseason game, the last preseason game, trying to get it to two. The PA now wants it to be no preseason. They're, they'll work all that out. They'll figure it out. And if we do even get football with the massive spike of COVID-19 cases in the United States right now. But all of that besides, man, is this going to be fascinating and fun to watch. And, you know, in in reality, it's it gives us the fans – the fairness that we want. We, we, we wanted to see who was it. Is it Belichick or Brady that made this dynasty so special? Well, now we're going to get a, little, a real fair shot at it. Belichick has a, has a former MVP, a legitimate NFL starting quarterback. Tom Brady gets to bring guys from his system with Gronk and have all the weapons and the fun in the world in Tampa. So we're going to see. Now neither of them are in the peak of their careers anymore, Brady and Belichick. But we're going to get a little a little more insight into who was really the thing that made that dynasty work. Now I I you know me, I firmly believe they're equal parts 50%. Uh, but this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Cam is in New England. Uh, my first takeaway, I feel bad for those borderline teams because it's taken away a playoff spot. A non-playoff team, in my opinion, uh, New, uh, New England without Cam becomes a playoff team. Uh, they're back in. I don't I don't think, football-wise, uh, Cam in a, in a tough AFC with the Baltimore and the Kansas City and, and Deshaun Watson, I, I don't think. They're AFC champions, but who knows? Uh, don't, you know, don't put it past me. Uh, don't put it past Bill, I mean. Uh, so there you go. That's has been headline one and two. You're listening on The Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We got a busy, busy show. A lot to get to. Uh, I have at least five more stories I want to touch on today. Don't go anywhere when we come back. CBS Sports. They came out with a list that I don't hate. It's the first time in a long time. I don't absolutely hate what's coming out of CBS Sports. We'll dive into that. You're listening on the mark here. News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country. Visit cunisquincy.com. You've got a lot. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone.
1: Yeah. You're listening to Doug, Jen, and Victoria.
0: I haven't worn a dress for a while. Maybe you ladies appreciate this little household tip. Pin a small safety pin to the seam of your slip, and you won't have any clingy skirt or dress.
1: It's well, been a Same while thing. since any of us have worn a slip, probably. A slip? What are we, 1965? <laughs> Where'd you get this email? <laughs> people, people don't They're use... They're spanks now, Doug. Anymore? We wear Spanx. What's a spank? Spanx oh, are boy. like, they suck everything in. They're like a modern-day girdle. Okay. <laughs> Surprise so, Could when you take them so off. Much,
0: come on. I agree.
1: (laughs) This is the DJB Show. Seven days
0: a week on KHMO.
1: I'm working in a job that I love.
0: Because I was given a chance.
1: To show that my disability is only one
0: part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For
1: more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app.
0: Well, welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Kunis Country, Honda, Hyundai. Your number one Honda, Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, crossing the Village Inn. Listen to this. So Jason Buxman, the general manager, sent me this yesterday. He says, we're open 4th of July. We're having the 4th of July weekend sale. It's going on right now. Save big on all new vehicles with our lifetime powertrain warranty. And they have a great selection of fresh trade-in vehicles starting at 3000 to $50,000. Faith, family, given back. Go check them out. KunisQuincy.com or just 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. All right. Uh, welcome on back to the show. God, it is a gorgeous morning here in downtown Hannibal. People walking by the studio. It's the busiest I've seen the downtown in, in, I think, ever that I've been down here because the Hannibal Cannibal this morning, got uh, National Tom Sawyer Days Is they're celebrating 4th of July here. I uh, hope everyone's having a safe and fun and healthy, healthy 4th of July uh, start to the 4th of July weekend. Okay. So CBS, you know, my, my, uh, <laughs> I have like an internal beef with CBS, uh, uh sports. I, I think th- there's a lot of people that work for CBS sports. I'm sure are great people. And I just, they come out with a lot of these lists and these things. And I, I, I just usually always find myself going what, what, and just disagreeing with them. But They came out with something uh, just the other day, and I was blown away by how uh, much I do agree with it. And I think it's an interesting thing, and we don't have sports to talk about, so I think this is kind of fun to dive into. CBS Sports, uh, uh, their NFL writing team of Sean Wagner uh, uh, McDowell, he ranked the NFL divisions, the eight divisions, four in the AFC, four in the NFC, By the presumptive starting QBs, okay? So what division has the best quarterback play, best quarterbacks in the NFL? I completely agree with one and two. Uh, He ranked uh, the number one division of quarterbacks as the NFC South, and I don't think you can really argue this. You have Brady and Breeze. First ballot Hall of Famers. Now they are at the end of their careers, but still producing at Hall of Fame levels. Uh, ex- uh, absolutely, I totally agree. Then Matt Ryan, who is a borderline Hall of Famer, a guy who will get Hall of Fame votes depending on the next you know three four years of his career goes as he winds at the end of his prime into the twilight years of his career. If he can win a Super Bowl, especially, and then Teddy Bridgewater, who we all agree is a is a a a very capable, good starting quarterback uh, who plays great football. So I agree with that. The NFC South has the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Number two, uh, interesting, and I agree with this. The NFC West, because you have Russell Wilson, first ballot Hall of Famer, you have then two guys who we agree are very good, capable uh, starting quarterbacks. So I would argue are both in my top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. They're in the upper echelon in Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo, capable of leading their teams to Super Bowls they have the past two years and producing at very good levels uh, with very good head coaches and a good, you know, who helped them out a lot. And then Kyler Murray, a guy who's uh, going into his second year who has potential to be a Russell Wilson type. Uh, So I agree with them being the second. Now, here's where it gets the next three to four. I I think you could argue either way. I don't necessarily definitely disagree with anything he says. Uh, So number three, he goes the AFC North. Obviously, the MVP, Lamar Jackson. When you have the MVP uh, playing at a high level, as he did last year, I can see that. Ben Roethlisberger, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats. Uh, uh, Coming off the elbow surgery, we don't know what Ben will be like, but even if Ben is 90% of what we saw Ben the last time we saw him, he was putting up MVP numbers leading the league in passing. Uh, So you have two guys playing at an extremely high level, and then you have the young guys, Baker, who has had a roller coaster of the first uh, two years of his career and uh, very excited to see what he can produce. I think Baker is, I would put him around somewhere between like that 15, 16, 17, 18th best quarterback in the league. Uh, a guy that needs help to win but can certainly produce at a high level. And then obviously the number one overall pick, a guy Joe Burrow, who we're all excited to see play. So they have the third uh, the third highest uh, quarterback ranking by division, the AFC North. This is where it gets interesting. And I agree with this placement being right smack dab in the middle the NFC North. Because obviously, you have the first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the all time greats in Aaron Rodgers, still producing at a high level. And then I would argue the second best quarterback in the division is a guy like Matt Ryan who puts up the numbers. The numbers are Hall of Fame numbers, uh, but just never really win in that big game. And if a guy who can have a healthy last next two to three years, the end of his prime and the twilight of his career, could you could argue, especially if he takes the Lions to a uh, NFC championship game, a Super Bowl, uh, you know, whatever. uh, Matt Stafford, uh, absolute brilliant quarterback talent. Uh, Kirk Cousins, the guy right there in that uh, Baker Mayfield window of like 15, 16, 17 uh, in that window of quality starter, puts up good numbers, win you games, but needs a lot of help. And then, obviously, the fourth, yeah, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles. Either one of those guys, um, I think they're both capable starters uh, and need a lot of work to win uh, to win a division and win, uh, win a Super Bowl. Uh, this is where I start to disagree. He has the AFC South as the fifth ranked. I would put them seventh. And I would argue. Then here's my ranking: the fifth-ranked uh, division would be the NFC East. He has them six. I'm going to put them fifth. I think when a healthy da- uh, Carson Wentz, he's a top five quarterback in this league. Dak Prescott right in that ten, in that you know fifteen to eighteen range, uh, a quality starter who puts up big numbers. Daniel Jones, this guy, I'm very excited to see his growth. Uh, at times looked like uh, he could easily be a top 10 talent in the league. And then Dwayne Haskins, we'll wait and see. Uh, I Have to wait and see. And then I would not put the AFC South sixth. I would put the AFC South seventh. I would move his seventh to the sixth spot, which is the AFC West. Patrick Mahomes alone, you could argue, deserves to be maybe in the top four. He could just carry the whole division. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank them lower. I love the potential of Drew. We don't have to talk about batch Motes. He's the best quarterback in the league, all time. Great talent, but then it's the rest of this d- division. The what West they did. we have no idea. Drew Lock, uh, kind of like Daniel Jones. I like what I saw, but where is the growth in year two? I'd argue he's the best, second best quarterback in the division. Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, eh, Nah, kind of Nick Folesy, Mitchell Trubisky esque, and then Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert. I like the potential of Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor, is a quality uh, Nick Foles type guy, but that's a lot of meh in the in the bottom half of that division. Then I would argue the AFC South would be the seventh ranked division. Philip Rivers uh, did not look good last year. Twilight's career. Deshaun Watson is a uh, to me a top five quarterback talent, uh, but with the coaching and the injuries. Uh, it, I, there's other guys I would take besides Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill, Mr., you know, the AFC's Kirk Cousins, uh, Dak Prescott, right there, type of talent, and then Gardner Minshew, who uh, is a, a, a below-average starter, who's a lot of fun, and the Jaguars are trying to lose games. But I would still put them ahead of, yes, the uh, the AFC East. The AFC East is, is tough. I love the talent of Darnold, Cam, and Allen. Uh, but they're guys, frankly, who I just don't know if I trust. What, where would I take them? I would take Darnold uh, over Tua or Allen if I was starting a franchise right now. Uh, Tua, we just don't know what the health. Uh, very excited to watch him play, but how can I rank him as a uh, any sort of NFL level yet? Uh, Cam is great, but again, the health—I have no idea what Cam's going to look like when he gets back. And Josh Allen. I would uh, I would certainly be happy to start my franchise with Josh Allen, but I think Josh Allen benefits a lot due to the uh, uh, positivity of what's around him in Buffalo and the great coaching staff. So there you go. Uh, I think it's kind of fun to get into it and to kind of have some fun with it, uh, but I think clearly head and shoulders above the rest of the NFC South is the best NFL quarterback division. So there you go, CBS. I don't absolutely hate a, uh, a list that you came out with. Look at that. I can I can agree with CBS every once in a while. You'll listen on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KMO app. A lot to get to still in the show. Jimmy Johnson test positive for COVID-19. We will talk about that next. And uh, can we get a can we get a, a do over on his final season? We'll talk about all of that. You're listening on the Mark here, News Talk 1070 mo brought to you by Cunis Country Faith Family Giving Back. Visit CunisQuincy.com. You've got a lot. of Countries around the world, medical care is scarce. From birth defects to serious injuries and illnesses, countless millions have no access to safe surgery. Mercy Ships is there to help. With a team of volunteer professionals, nurses, surgeons, utilizing state-of-the-art hospital ships, Mercy Ships provides free surgeries for the thousands of those who are waiting for surgery at each port. Mercy Ships is bringing services to countries that would otherwise never be able to access those services.
1: We just see people that need help, you realize that they have no way of getting help, and I want them to know that they're loved.
0: Help make a lasting impact and turn someone's fear to joy. Find out how you can help by visiting our website at mercyships.org for more information. That's mercyships.org.
1: Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others might look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than hundred thousand children every year we're there to vaccinate over a million worldwide including those affected by the current outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo because half of all maternal deaths occur during delivery or within 24 hours we've assisted more than 1.4 million births around the world including care for new mothers in Afghanistan because some countries only have one or two mental health professionals. We offer counseling and clinical care, providing over 400,000 mental health consultations worldwide last year, including care for migrants and refugees on the dangerous journey north from Central America. The fact is, your acts of care and compassion make our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together doctorswithoutborders.org. Every day, Walmart and Sam's Club associates help millions of people get the things they need. Together, these associates with their customers and members have raised more than $1 billion for CMN hospitals. Thank you, associates, for all you've done to help kids live better and for all you're doing now to get us through these times. Highs level off around 90 today under partly cloudy skies, easterly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Lows around 70 tonight, partly cloudy. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Tomorrow, high temperatures reach up to 90. Temperatures a bit above average Monday and Tuesday, with highs in the upper 80s. Thunderstorms possible both days. Right now, 81.
0: Well, welcome on Act on the Mark here on Newstalk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We are brought to you by Cunis Country and their uh, complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, you have to go check out CUNIS Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the village in CUNIS Country, faith, family, giving back. That's CUNIS Country, CUNISQuincy.com. Okay, so, Jimmy Johnson, uh, this is absolutely devastating news, and it's scary news, obviously, uh, testing positive for COVID-19. Uh, is out of the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the, bri- the uh, Brickyard this weekend, which is tomorrow at 3 o'clock, which is going to be a great race. Uh, can't wait to watch it. Obviously, uh, this is devastating uh, for many reasons. Uh, Jimmy uh, Johnson said uh, in a, a statement, my first priority is health and safety, my loved ones and my teammates. I've never missed a race in my cup career, but I know it's going to be very hard to watch from the sidelines. When I'm supposed to be out there competing, although this situation is extremely disappointing, I'm going to come back ready to win races and put ourselves in playoff contention. I mean, it, this is just devastating. I, I, I you know, I, I'll admit you guys know this about me. I, I've been a NASCAR fan. I love NASCAR. Um, I've been so into this season, obviously for many reasons, one of them mainly being because it's one of the only things that's live and happening right now. And NASCAR has been doing such a great job handling COVID and keeping everyone safe. Uh, And obviously for uh, the 44 year old Jimmy Johnson, this being his final uh, uh, season, seven time champion. uh, And it just has been so uh, heartbreaking for him. And as a fan of the sport, to want to watch uh, what is arguably, in my opinion, the second greatest driver of all time. Uh, maybe third, him, Richard Petty, uh, Dale Sr., Jimmy Johnson, you know, put them in any order you want. That, that's a Mount Rushmore right there. Uh, you know, th- those guys, the uh, uh, best of the best. And, and you, when you get these icons in sports, like Kobe Bryant in his final year, a couple years ago and 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 getting Derek Jeter a couple years ago getting those farewell tours yeah they can be a little tedious they can be a little awkward uh you, you know these guys are not in their prime anymore but to have the sport to get as the fan to watch them be honored the reverence that they deserve and and for Jimmy to not only uh have a bad start with some wrecks. Uh, and then the COVID happens and you miss out on races and now you don't get the fans in the stands uh, to be there with his fans and his family and all of the tickets he would have got. Hey, come to this race, a special moments. Uh, it's just heartbreaking. It's just devastating uh, for a guy that, uh, and is a fan of the sport, for a guy who just deserves it, absolutely deserves uh, a send-off. And in a race... I mean, listen to this, 663 consecutive Cup starts. It was the longest streak among active drivers. Right now, he's 12th in the standing, 63 points uh, inside the playoff picture. Um, and, and, and NASCAR obviously released a statement, Jimmy's a true battle-tested champion. Uh, we wish him nothing but a speedy recovery and health. Uh, it's just such a bummer such a bummer and and he's won many many times at in Indianapolis uh, right up there with Jeff Gordon uh, dominating this track so it would have been a great track for him to race at uh none of this is fun uh you, you know just just sad just if everything that can go wrong right now for Jimmy Johnson's final season is going wrong and that is that's upsetting that is sad uh, otherwise though enjoy the race tomorrow I hope, I, you know, hopefully they don't get any bad weather. NASCAR's, str- <laughs> they, they're the only ones back on TV and they've been struggling with weather in every flipping race, it seems like. Uh, it's sad to see that the seven time champion will uh, not be there. But, uh, Jimmy, I'm thinking about you. Get healthy, get back in that car ASAP, uh, beat COVID, uh, kick its butt, and then uh, get back in the race car because we all want to see you there. We want to support you. Um, and for fans of NASCAR and fans of Jimmy Johnson, it's just uh, everything that can go wrong is going wrong uh, for one of the all-time greats, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer uh, in his final NASCAR season. It makes me kind of hope, want and hope that maybe next year, you know, we, we get through COVID, hopefully we have a vaccine, hopefully we have thousands and thousands of people at the Brickyard next year and maybe just maybe Jimmy will come out of retirement for one race back in the old forty eight car, uh, at at uh, or get a, get some sort of special run next year with the fans because uh, he just deserves it. And I don't think anyone would uh, would uh, hold that against him or anything like that. Uh, this has just been tough. It's just uh, tough. And uh, Jimmy, get well. Thinking about you get back in the car. We can't wait to see you out there. And uh, I can't wait for the race tomorrow. It's going to be a fun one. When we come back to wrap up the show in the final uh, 10 minutes of show of the show, I got three stories that we got to get to. NBA bubble drama. Uh, we have the Yankees out at the uh, Field of Dreams, but the game is happening, and they replaced them with the perfect team. I'll explain why. An NFL drama with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, you think it's, they're the Cleveland Browns. They're the Kardashians of the NFL right now. Just can't get out of their own way. Drama, 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 drama. We'll get to all of that. You're listening on The Mark here on News Talk 1070 kgmo and the KMO app, brought to you by Kunis Country. Visit kunisquincy.com.
1: You've got a lot of you're listening to Doug Jen and Victoria who the hell is me? <laughs> You know, know who Cardi B is, that. really? No, I hear about her all the time. It's not like I'm like vacant to her name. I hear that she wants to do the State of the Union redress rebuttal. Like I hear all that. I couldn't tell you <laughs> one song she sings. You know your grandmother used to say, turn that trash off. That's what you feel like. And it happened to me at 40 years old. So there you go. Cardi B. Wow. Who knows? <laughs> all right.
0: Well, there you go. Happy Valentine's Day. we
1: are the Spice Girls. For more DJV, get the podcast at DJVShow.com.
0: Stefan, seven days a week on K- KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On The Mark here on New Stock 1070. KHMO and the KHMO app, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Happy 4th of July. On The Mark is brought to you by the great people at Kunis Quincy. Check them out at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, right across from the Village Inn. They are having their massive 4th of July sale. Uh, get that complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty. Go check them out. Visit KunisQuincy.com. I say this every week, and I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. You are doing yourself a massive disservice if you are in the market for a new car and you do not give cunis country and uh, cunis quincy at least a chance you got to check them out cunis quincy.com, quincy.com tell them mark sent you uh and enjoy it enjoy your shopping for a new car i want a new car I maybe mean, i'll be in the market for a new car I, I i don't i don't need one i just you know you get you just say hey, I, I want this new car i'm still pay, paying off my current car can't afford a new car all right um ladies and gentlemen wrapping up the show here Fourth of July weekend. Hope everyone has a safe, healthy, fun Fourth of July weekend. Uh, if you can, continue to wear your mask, social distance as COVID cases on the rise, but enjoy it. And, uh, As always, reach out to me through Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. I got three stories here that I want to give some time to. Uh, I want to start with the uh, Cleveland Browns and the drama in the NFL. Their uh, former first-round pick, tight end David Njoku, uh, who missed a large portion of last year after a scary concussion incident. Uh, Well, the Cleveland Browns signed Austin Hooper, the prized free agent uh, tight end from Atlanta, In the offseason, to a big deal. And apparently, he's now not happy and he wants out. I always find these situations to be really interesting. It's like Jamal Adams with the Jets. Bad teams are in a bad spot with this. Obviously, if you're the Jets and the Browns, you want David Njoku and you want Jamal Adams to be a part of your future. They are drafted by you, in your system, and they should be core players for you going forward. How do bad teams get better? Cornerstone pieces. You need those guys that can you can build around and ride through thick and thin. David Njoku and Jamal Adams should be those part of those guys for the Jets and the Browns. I think about Brian Urlacher for the Bears, even the down years. He was the guy. Build around him. Other guys may come and go. Uh, you think about uh, a guy like Tony Gonzalez for the Chiefs for all those years. A Hall of Famer. You build, you get that guy in your system, set that culture, that tone, try to build around him, try to continue to add pieces. If I'm the Browns, I say, listen, we can't sign you right now. We got you for two more years. We're going to hold on to you. We want you to be part of this team team, part of this arsenal of weapons. We want you to be Baker's go-to guy for years and years to come. We want you to be part of this. Why do you want out? You're so worried about your numbers? Don't you want to win some games and help us win games? And and, And I don't worry about precedent of setting a bad... Like, oh, if the guy really wants out, and you can get a great deal for him, I'm sure there's a lot of teams... Uh, for the Jets and the and the uh, the Browns, who would love to give you a lot of things for Jamal Adams and David Njoku, and so I wouldn't shame them for trading them, but think about that and think about what you're trying to do and you're trying to build. I, if I'm the Jets, I pay Jamal Adams, and if I'm the Browns, I keep I keep David Njoku, and I said, listen, if you're really not happy, then don't play. that's going to look worse on you? We want you here. Uh, we want you to be part of this and part of the build. Uh, but, you know, it, it, we're not going to just trade you to trade you. Okay? Now, if I can get a massive haul, then go for it. Fine. But I, 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 if I'm the the Browns, don't give in to that. Either, you tell them, listen, we want you part of the core. I, we don't know where this is coming from. We want you to help us win games. If you don't want to play then, then d- fine, don't play. We got Austin Hooper. We'll make it work. We're, we'd love to have you, but we're going to let you sit there for two years. Then, <laughs> because I, you know, uh, I, it just—I just don't love that—that—that that, that idea. If you're a bad team, this If you're a good team and you got a guy who's going to cause you distraction, get him out of there and, and get people want to be a part of your good system. But if you're a bad team, you need good players. And he's a good player. Keep good players for the bad. T- it just—it doesn't make any sense. All right. So we got that. And now I want to switch my focus to the NBA and the bubble. Okay. We are now starting to get word of all the players not going into the bubble. Victor Oladipo's not going. Uh, Health concerns with his, you know, came back from that injury. Might as well just not risk it. He's the future of the Indiana Pacers. Stay safe. Uh, There was a couple guys in the Nets. Uh, DeAndre Jordan tested positive for COVID. Spencer Dimwitty. uh, You had Wilson Chandler. They're not going to have Kyrie. They're not going to have KD. Basically, what we've now learned from the bubble is this. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest with each other with the bubble in the NBA return. The NBA is inviting 22 teams, but this this only matters to six teams. There's only six teams that this matters to. There's only six teams that you're actually hearing that are doing everything they can to keep their players healthy, safe, and add pieces to the for for when they they lose a piece. Like the Lakers, obviously Avery Bradley with this situation with his son, so they go and they sign J.R. Smith. There's six teams. I'm telling you right now, there's only six teams that care to be there, that care, that they think they have a chance to win. And so they're going to go all in in this bubble the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Rockets, the Celtics, the 76ers. All these other teams, this is about cashing some paychecks. Get in, get out. Don't hurt yourself. Don't get COVID. That's what this is about. Orlando, Washington, New Orleans. The Memphis is, the you know, come on, Utah, this is nothing. Miami, you're not winning, and you certainly don't want to get sick, and you don't want to get hurt in this funky bubble tournament. And we're seeing now with teams like the Nets and and with uh, Indiana, these other teams, just they're going to play it safe. They're going to let their young guys play. They're gonna compete. They're not gonna throw games. It's not like you're trying to lose games, it's not tanking or anything. But come on, let's be real here. If uh, the Lakers get up on, you know, Utah 2-0 in a series, I think Utah, they're gonna start packing it in. You know what I'm saying? There's only six teams that matter here. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Rockets, Celtics, 76ers. All of those teams. I really only think there's three teams that can win. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks but the rockets, celtics and 76ers all have something to prove they're all teams that need or for their own uh their own contracts, their own organizations, their own safety going forward as players and coaches to make an Eastern Conference or a Western Conference final or a finals. They don't necessarily have to win it, but they have got to get there. They've got to get deep. They've got to show that the Celtics not necessarily as much uh they they have their young core going forward, but they could win. I mean, the Celtics are, you know, we'll see what happens. So so let's just be real when you hear about the NBA teams and who's going who's not going and let if there's new, the only news you got to focus on that really matters for what will decide the championship is if there's players or coaches or things incidents with the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Rockets, Celtics, 76ers. That's it. That's it. Six of the 22 teams matter, and that's it. Finally, to wrap up the show, the Yankees will not be doing the Field of Dreams game against the White Sox because of, obviously, the travel restrictions when baseball comes back due to COVID. So they choose the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, as a Cubs fan, selfishly, would I like to see the Crosstown rivals in the Field of Dreams? Yeah, it'd be fun, Cubs, Cubs, Sox. But I think, personally, uh, all fandom aside, the NBA, the MLB made the right choice. I love, love, love that they put the Cardinals in this game. I think it's going to be so much fun. Cardinals have such a rich national fan base. It's going to be so much fun to watch on TV. It's going to be a home run. I cannot wait to watch it. I think you guys will all uh, agree with me that uh, I'm glad they're still doing it. I'm glad it's happening. And it's going to be really cool to see the Cardinals uh, versus the White Sox in the Field of Dream games. And, yes, I'll be rooting for the White Sox. Uh, But that's just me. You know me.